0: You think you know what we're going to talk about. And welcome back to Three Fates
1: Decide.
2: It just sounds more dramatic that way.
1: Alright. So this week we are going to be talking about
2: But just when you least expect it, we changed the game.
1: One Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean we
0: always celebrated Easter.
2: You're part of the Half-Love Prince.
0: So we're gonna do another free talk, freestyle thing, no planned discussion. At the end of the day, only one thing matters. We decide.
1: We're going
2: to hit the the, the main highlights. That is the thing that we were saying back in that episode. Quick recap.
0: Three Fates Decide podcast.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Three Fates Decide. My name is Liz, and I'm with my two co-hosts, me and Sam. Say hello. Hi. Hello. Okay, so this episode is episode 100. Woohoo. Yay!
0: I can't
2: believe it. I'm surprised just as you are that this is even a thing. It's funny when you think about
0: when we first started, it was a thought, and then now we're at episode 100.
1: It's been a crazy, insane, wild ride. But fun. Yes.
2: Yeah, this was all done on a... Random idea, and then it ended up happening. Yeah,
1: yes, it
0: did. Look how far we've come. Will we make it to 200? Who knows? That's the next goal. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, we'll only try our best. That's why we do episodes like this every 25 episodes, just so we change things up a little bit. True.
1: Yes, this is why we do it. Sorry, you'll have to forgive me, guys. Everybody, I'm a little distracted. A lot of personal things happening for me. In real life with family and everything. So I'm just a little stressed and distracted from that.
2: Yeah. Life has been crazy for all of us, honestly.
1: Definitely. It really
2: has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why we had to do that hiatus back in April into May. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Stress is no joke, honestly.
1: We've all had it. We're all going through it.
2: Yeah. We just try our best and we do try to let the audience know that we, Are temporarily taking a break and staying off the mics for a few weeks just so we can regroup and rethink things. Definitely.
0: And honestly, it's healthy. We do an episode every week. A lot of podcasts, they do like seasons or whatever. So when we feel like life is just catching up and we need to cut back, we take a little break. And then honestly, I think it's helped us a lot. Like even with this last break, we've come up with a new strategy as to how to go about the show which makes it a lot easier to come up with topics because I'm not going to lie, people. Sometimes it's hard for us to come up with topics.
1: It is. But the last break that we all took was partly due to the fact that I was getting burnout. And I know Sam and Liz were getting burnout, even though they Mm -hmm. they tend to hide it a little bit better than I do. But I just knew we all needed to... step back, step away, just figure out what we needed to do, and then we could come back fresh. And we did, and we yeah. got some new topic ideas. We decided what things were doing really well with the uh, downloads and everything, which is why now you'll, at least once a month, you'll hear us talking about a true crime of some sort, because that was a very popular download when we did it <laughs> back around Halloween time. Yep. And we did, obviously, when Netflix did Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer miniseries. And me and Sam covered that one mostly. Yep. Yeah. So the downloads did really good for that. So now once a month, we do one of those, which is fun.
2: Yeah. And we are also trying to mix in as best as we can, since we do try to record ahead, give us more time to edit and everything. We do try to mix in some topical, relatively current things happening in entertainment that may be of interest.
1: Yes, that too. Because there's always something to talk about in the world.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Especially with entertainment. And then every once in a while, we'll still have our solos popping up here and there.
2: Oh yeah, because sometimes, like for some of you listeners who've been listening for a while, you already know that we'll have common interests, but we also have different topics or things that we're into that maybe the others aren't into. with so the solos.
1: Yep, and I've been really bad about actually not recording any solos. <laughs> I've been really bad about it. I've been meaning to. Something always comes up. Something always happens. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Uh, Something always seems to come up in my life. That's it. Nope. You're not allowed to do this today. So I'm like, fine.
0: It's okay. That's the thing is if you want to do a solo, then we do. And if not, then, you know, that's what we have our group ones for. Cause obviously at the end of the day, it's called three fates decides. So the best episodes are obviously when it's the three of us. Yes.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Sometimes things happen. Mhm. That is very true. A lot has happened I feel like since our last free talk. Yeah. Yeah, some things more than others. Mhm.
0: The audience is sitting there going, what are they talking about?
1: I know, because we're like sitting here not saying a word about actually what <laughs> it is.
2: <laughs> we're um, beating
0: around a
1: bush.
2: <laughs> yeah. I did say that I was okay with talking about it. Okay, so I guess just out of the fairness for some people, we ultimately don't know what's the makeup of our audience. We don't know, are you guys mostly female? Are you mostly male? Are you like 50-50, whatever? So I guess I'm going to give you guys a bit of a warning that what I'm going to bring up is actually a bit of a personal health-related thing. I don't know if some people may be uncomfortable with discussions of women's health issues. In case you are, this is a warning. We'll also put, I guess, a timestamp warning in the episode show notes description ahead of time. I guess depending on whether Sam or I will be editing this episode. But actually, during our hiatus, this was like purely a coincidence that this happened during the hiatus that we had earlier this year. But. During our time away, I was diagnosed with endometrial cancer. I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty details about what happened exactly, unless any listeners, especially any listeners who have female reproductive organs, may be curious because they want to know for their own health concerns. But basically, I had some symptoms that were very unusual, and I talked to my OBGYN about those symptoms. And she told me that I needed to do some tissue sampling just to make sure what could possibly be the cause of my symptoms. And suffice it to say, I was very shocked to find out that I had cancer cells. And I had to immediately see an oncologist and I lucked out that the oncologist I ended up seeing is actually a very good friend of one of my cousins who happens to be a dermatologist. So as you imagine, she has a lot of doctor friends and also she has networked with doctors at various events and hospitals and whatnot. So she was able to get me a connection with one of her friends who happens to be a gynecological oncologist, and her friend was willing to take me on as a patient. And so, from about almost exactly a month after I was diagnosed with my cancer, I was scheduled for surgery because I was presented with different potential options of how to handle my case. But the proverbial red star recommend plan A. Treatment plan was to do a full on hysterectomy, including taking out the lymph nodes to try to head this off before it metastasized. Because, based off of the biopsy and also some additional tests done beforehand, there was no indication that it was spreading just yet. What you see in a test is not necessarily the same thing as what you would see under the microscope. So, she basically explained how. I could do alternative treatments like maybe some drugs or whatever but the probability of this situation being taken care of in the long term is like lower than doing the hysterectomy and after some thinking about it that's the option I went with and uh, A few weeks ago, I did my post-operation appointment with her, and basically, as of right now, it looks like we got lucky and we were able to remove the tumor, and it didn't start spreading outside of the endometrial lining yet, which means that I can avoid chemotherapy and radiation treatment at this time. Yeah, so now I have to spend the next five years doing check-ins with my oncologist and making sure there's no surprises. Suffice it to say, I guess I'll end this surprising announcement by saying pay close attention to how your body is and how your body feels. Have a really good understanding about what is normal for you and what is not normal for you so that if anything does happen, you can immediately see a doctor about it and definitely go for your checkups. So (laughs) yeah, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: was the PSA announcement.
2: Yeah. of the episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: that was a scary time for you. I can't even imagine, but I'm glad that everything has been positive so far since the surgery.
1: Yes, we're all thankful for that.
0: I said it's because she had her surgery on a very special day. That's why. It was a good luck day.
2: Yeah, by funny coincidence, the day of my surgery was actually Sam's birthday you got lucky (laughs) you're welcome yeah thanks
1: (laughs) at least the surgery was successful and it didn't spread and they were able to take everything out that needed to be taken out to keep you healthy keep you safe and keep you here because we would not function without liz around nope this podcast wouldn't really exist without liz either
0: very true you're the glue
1: You're the integral part of the group. And now that we've embarrassed Liz to no end. (laughs) Liz doesn't do mushy, mushy. No, and we just decided to go full on mush, mush with her right now. It's okay. It's all right. She'll forgive us someday. Yep. (laughs) One day. One day she'll forgive us. I don't remember if I mentioned my cousin from last year who passed away from drug addiction. His half-brother has the same addiction, was in rehab And unfortunately, he OD'd a few days ago. He's alive. He's okay now. But that's been very stressful for myself and my family because we're going through the same thing that we went through with his brother. And I'm just very upset, very concerned, trying to figure out what I can do to help support him and make sure he can kick this nasty, horrible habit. And so he can stay around because we can't lose another one. We can't lose another family member so soon. It'll destroy our family at that point. It, it really will.
0: Yeah. Addiction is such a horrible disease.
1: It is. And it's insidious in the fact that it sneaks up on you. It's like, you always think you're not going to be the one that gets addicted. And unfortunately, yep, not the way it is.
2: Yeah. I have no doubt that you will have a lot of people around him who will probably do what they can to help
1: yeah we know that it's on him he has to be the one to want to change we know that we understand that but we just wish we could figure out what the quote-unquote magic words are to make him want to
2: do so oh yeah
1: absolutely so that's why if i seem like i'm distracted that is mostly why
2: no that's understandable
1: but i don't know if we've ever actually talked about addiction on the show
0: no i think we just talked about like mental health in general yeah but yeah i don't think we've delved deep into that
2: there's never been like a specific episode on it i think with the celebrity deaths episode we mentioned Mm. you know unfortunately some popular beloved people with a lot of fans ended that way
1: yeah i think we did mention yeah and it's hell on all the families all right we need to
0: turn this around i was gonna say we've turned into a very depressing 100th episode <laughs> don't celebrate no with right. us
1: Yeah, As all of our episodes can't all be upbeat and happy Yeah. You know? no
0: and again like a lot of stuff is i'm not gonna get go into my whole thing because it's just gonna keep burning us down because obviously I, i've had a lot of stuff going on too but it's okay you might as well talk about it we can turn it around after we've talked about it okay at the 75th i remember talking about my cat and her treatment and how she was doing better and everything was working out and it turned out i had to put her down on christmas eve and anyone who owns pets and knows they're not just pets they're family she was my baby and i still get emotional sometimes and miss her because she was like my soulmate. We had such a connection between the two of us that when she saw me, she was just so happy. Like the love that I just felt from her, it was just, ugh. But it took some time, but we did wind up adopting a bonded pair of kittens. They were like 10 months old. One is gray, one is, I guess, strawberry blonde-ish, gorgeous cats. And then a month later, the orange or strawberry blonde cat had a massive seizure in my room and died so I've had very bad luck when it comes to cats this year but we did adopt and I'm looking at her right now a tiny little baby girl my little peanut she's not even seven months old yet she'll be seven months at the end of this month and we named her Maggie and the gray cat her name is Gracie and we spell it with g-r-e-y-c-i-e so it's Gracie like her color because she's, mm-hmm. she's so cute. So it's been a very emotional first half of the year, end of last year. But now all is well with my two girls. Gracie has adopted Maggie almost as her own kitten. Oh, that's good. He's very protective of her. Very protective of her, especially when it comes to the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog is absolutely in love with both of them and they don't like <laughs> him. <laughs> all he wants is love and they just won't give it to all. But but yeah, so there's my sad point. But now my turning this whole thing around, obviously, we all have different jobs and things. And I think I've mentioned what my dreams or goals that I've had for myself, and one of them Mm -hmm. was acting. And I have never really been able to get myself out there and get on track with that until now. It's not stage acting or film acting or anything like that, but I now have my foot in the door with voice over acting. The weekend of my birthday, I took a voice acting workshop near Ming and I loved it. And the guy that was running it works for, I don't even know, I don't know if he created it or just works for it, but he works for this company in New York City, where they take people, and it could be anyone, whether you have experience or not, and they'll give you classes if you need them. And then they'll record demos for you and teach you how to market yourself to become a voiceover actor. So since then, I have been taking some classes. I took five classes focusing on commercial voiceover, a little bit of animation, and video game. And then some educational or corporate stuff, because it's all different. And yesterday I went up into New York and I met up with them and I recorded my very first demo, which is my commercial demo. And yeah, I'm hoping to get it back relatively soon. And then they're going to show me how to market myself and hopefully I can start booking some jobs and making a little money that way. And once I make money commercially, my goal is to then go back and do other demos for animation and video game and stuff like that and build myself up. And really my goal, and I was talking to him about it yesterday, is to, maybe right now it's not the right time, but is to get into the sag after <laughs> union. Yeah, that <laughs> may not be the... <laughs> That's not going to happen anytime soon, but this gives me time to do my commercial stuff. Absolutely. And yeah, and they always start commercial because they said, everybody, you could do as many voices and things like that, but can you do commercial? That's what the main focus is because commercials everywhere. So they always want to make sure as much as they appreciate and would love to hear like the other stuff, can you do commercial? So that's always like the first one that they focus on and then you can move on from there. But I am going to take another workshop in November on animation slash video game. So we'll see. But yeah, so I finally feel like I have a foot in the door toward a dream of mine. We'll see what happens. Maybe come one i I'll have some experience under my belt. And maybe some of you would have heard my commercials somewhere. Maybe. That would be cool.
1: And me and Liz can say we knew her first. Ah, uh,
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we did voiceover with her first
1: we'll always have that when she's famous and she no longer speaks to us we can always say we knew her back when
0: (laughs) no i was saying one day i may be at a comic con and have people coming up and don't worry i'll still take care of you guys i'll get you (laughs) in so you can do your thing so don't you worry i won't forget about you guys oh i know at least i'll try not to anyway
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. we know you sam you're not that type no you're not that type to think you're too good for people
0: oh please absolutely not if anything i I think the total opposite i always think i'm not good enough
1: right that's how i am like i'm not good enough for anybody
0: (laughs) nope which is not a good thing either but
1: no it's not it's trauma talking
0: Yeah, exactly
1: trauma talking over there that's all that is but another thing to help bring up the uh, now the Somber mood of our 100th episode. I've been talking to this girl for a couple of years now online. Met her through one of the games I play. We've talked for a couple of years. Turns out we only lived a couple of hours from each other. So we finally actually got together for lunch today. That's cool. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, it was nice. Unfortunately, she wasn't feeling real well. So we're going to schedule another lunch when she's feeling better and doesn't have a cold. And hopefully the restaurant, because mm. the only sad thing is the restaurant we wanted to go to was not open today for some reason. Hmm. So hopefully we can go there the next time. It was really nice to finally be able to put a face to a voice.
0: Yes. Yeah. And it's so funny because do you ever imagine what the person that's talking looks like?
1: All the damn time.
0: And then you meet them and you're like,
1: huh, oh, not what I thought. Exactly. Because... The picture of this girl that I met that I have in my head, obviously I have the real hurt in my head now. But at the time, the picture I had in my head just from the voice alone did not match what she looks like. And that, not that, is
0: a bad thing by any means. Sometimes it's better. Yeah, but it's just always love. Your imagination just always flies away with you. Where you right away you hear a voice and you imagine what that person would. Mm-hmm. Look like, and then when you actually meet them, you're like, "Huh," and
1: you are not what I pictured. Not what I pictured. But, but okay, like usually <laughs> better, usually much better than what I can imagine in my head. Not that I imagine people to be oh, yeah. ugly or anything like that. but just <laughs> you get that image, and the image I always got of her, and this sounds awful, and she's a beautiful person, is I pictured somebody pointy. If that makes any sense. Pointy. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Pointy. I know it sounds weird. It's a strange description. But I pictured somebody pointy. Like more of a pointy nose, a pointy chin. Like pointy. Interesting. I would
0: love to know what... I, do you know
2: what I look like? Yes. I know what I you really look know. like. Sam. And okay. I can't remember if I shared a picture with you. Because don't we follow each other on Instagram?
1: We do. So we know what all three of us look like. I don't know.
0: I don't pay attention. Yeah, because I was going to say, I know what you look like. And obviously, I know what Liz looks like because Liz and I have met.
1: Right. And so, yes, I know exactly what you look like, Sam. And you are one of the few that I've actually ever pictured looking the way I think you sat. The way you look is the way I saw you in my head before I ever saw a picture. That's cool. So that's (laughs) a good thing because... Obviously, when I'm talking to somebody and the picture that usually gets in my head, because it's never usually an unflattering picture that I imagine. So that's always a good thing. But then people always surprise me. And some people are actually don't look as good as what I thought they would look like. Others look even better. And then some look very similar to what I've already imagined. Yeah. But obviously, I think everybody has their looks. Everybody's looks are different. Yeah. And everybody has their own insecurities on their looks. But I think everybody is beautiful or handsome absolutely i might not think they're the most attractive person in the world but that's me that's me thinking that doesn't mean you aren't attractive right and that's the whole thing is like
0: good looks and beauty and all that that's all subjective it's what the person that's looking at you what they consider Mm -hmm. attractive i say that in my head i'm like yeah
1: (laughs) i mean there have been some people where i'm just like yeah but obviously I would never actually say that to their face cause I'm not mean. And I've actually had that said to my face before, so I know how it feels. So I wouldn't do that to somebody else.
0: Me too. I gotcha. But that's like part of the reason why some of these celebrity women or wannabe celebrity women who are trying to become celebrities or whatever. And they do what they consider is like the iconic beauty regimen or whatever. And it's just like it, No. Half the time they come out looking worse than what they went in
2: with. It is hard, though, because sometimes when you're in the proverbial game, you have to go all the way. Otherwise, you're going to lose out on everything, or at least probably that's what it feels like, I imagine.
0: Yeah. No, and I get that. But how many actresses have lost their careers because of the work that they had done on their face? Yeah. But again, as you said, Liz, like I do get it, especially for women, I think in the industry, you always want to look as young as possible, yeah. not 12 years old, <clears throat> but as young as possible so that you can continue to work as the ingenue or whatever. I find it's got to be a lot harder for women in the industry than men, at least yeah. from looking from the outside in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I almost feel like not giving up, essentially, but trying another avenue and something else in terms of acting. Because I'm 36, so starting out now, and it's going to take how long for me to even, if I even can, but even get into an industry like that. Like, it would just take a long time. This is still something that I'm obviously have been interested in, and it still gives me that same
2: excitement. So there you go. I guess it's also about like your mindset and like what your expectations are of how things are going to be. It's like if you still had stuck in your head that, oh, I want to be, I don't know, let me just throw a name out there, like Jennifer Lawrence or something, leading lady, Oscar winning type. Mm -hmm. If that's your mindset of who you need to be successful or whatever in the acting business then it's sometimes you have to face reality because you either get very lucky and you're born looking a certain way or you're not because as we all know from observing the way Hollywood works as much as some casting directors try to be open-minded with casting the reality though is that especially for those big budget type of movies they always end up picking actors that fit the certain type kind of thing
0: Mm -hmm. your
2: action movie you have a certain expectation of what an action movie lead is supposed to look like kind of thing and if you don't fit within these i don't know let's say five typical types that fit the action movie protagonist then you're not going to get picked like you have zero chance
0: yeah Who knew that Tom Cruise would be considered one of those?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I say too. I'm just like... But I will admit when Tom Cruise was younger and not quite as insane, he wasn't bad looking. I think his confidence or his ability to portray this confidence is what really helped him in his career. He
2: also has a bit of that classic Hollywood kind of aura to him that Mm -hmm. you see on the screen. Let's just be honest. He has that. Yeah, he does. As
1: crazy as he is with his whole cult cult thing. Yes. I was trying to decide if I really wanted to use the term cult, but that's what it is. It's a cult. I'll say it. Cult.
2: With a Ponzi scheme <laughs> to it. Yep.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's just like the strangest thing. Despite (laughs) that, the man is hugely talented. No, you can't deny the man is talented. He is. Yeah. And like Liz says, he does have that old Hollywood charisma that you would see in like your Humphrey Bogarts, your Clark Gables, those old Hollywood Rock Hudson. Mm -hmm. They were always considered the manly men, even though... He's not necessarily, looks-wise, a manly man, but he's got that charisma of, like, your man's man.
2: And admittedly, he does have the guts to actually do a lot of his own stunts. So you gotta give him some points for that.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: If only he wasn't psycho.
1: Right? That's, like, the biggest drawback for him. He's
2: insane. Yeah, it's because of that certain organization. That we're not going to dive too deep into.
1: Yeah, we're not going there. We'll just call it a call with the Ponzi scheme and leave it at that. Because I don't necessarily need them coming after me. Yeah. I don't need that.
2: Before he got really hard into that, he was, from what limited view you can ever truly know about a celebrity in interviews and stuff, he seemed to be a lot more normal. Yeah. Another fun thing is that recently, after I paid off a lot of my medical related to my condition. I did some spending related to this year's New York Comic Con. So that's a thing. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah. And assuming that AmpTP will go back to the negotiating tables and offer a decent deal to the actors and the writers, hopefully get Ewan McGregor and Chris Evans still showing up this year.
1: That would be awesome. Not that I'll be there, but. I booked. The photo ops
0: <laughs> with the two of them. I know you were on the fence about Chris.
2: Yeah, I was on the fence because I was waiting to see if I was really annoyed about what's been going on with him in recent months. But after a little consideration and also the fact that I am going a part of the weekend with a work friend of mine, I ultimately decided to do it.
1: Yeah, I- I'm still shaking my head over at
2: this point, I just think it's funny.
1: Yeah. I like Again,
0: it reminds me of the Sebastian. The vocal? Hit show. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just second verse, same as the first type stuff. And at this point, it's Hollywood PR is just comedy.
2: Yeah, it's like CAA, Celebrity Bachelor, season two over here. <laughs> so who are
0: we going to have
2: fans be pissed off with today? Right? this year it's gonna be given how many of these celebrity pr relationships there are is this really season two can we honestly say that
0: oh no this is like season 955
2: right i think at this point yeah or if you want to use america's top model as a example which cycle is this one now
1: this is cycle number (laughs) 10,984 of the same different people
2: a season it's like a cycle which cycle is it this time
1: yeah yeah it's the same damn shit with the different damn people
2: and it's like kind of cookie cutter what happens in this episode
1: yeah oh let's see oh we're gonna have bait queen doing the baiting we're gonna have denial king denying by pretending like bait queen doesn't exist yeah we're just gonna go for it
2: tap walks Random fan sightings. Yep. With no pictures. Yep. Just rumors. Yeah. And if anybody in our audience doesn't know what the heck we're talking about, trust me, just type in your Google search box certain terms and you'll quickly find out what the heck we're talking about.
1: Yeah. We even talked about PR in Hollywood and PR relationships in earlier episodes. Yeah, yes. we just didn't go into specifics. I don't know why we didn't bother going into specifics other than we were trying to be respectful. Yeah,
2: keep things <laughs> generic and not use too many current examples. If you were curious, it was episode 11 and we're now at 100.
1: Yeah, so it's been a hot minute since so we really sat down and talked about it.
2: But to be fair, we're not a celebrity gossip type of show if we were that type of show we'd have to do this every day like tmz or whatever yeah i'm not doing that because because just like (laughs) real world news cycle this stuff gets old in 24 hours Mm -hmm. and
1: we're not getting paid to do this so we don't have time to do this every single day
2: yeah especially since we do actually have day jobs and this is our Mm -hmm. weekly fun hobby that we occasionally spend a little too much time on when we're not on the mics because the editing and trying to promote the heck out of our show, mm-hmm. we're slowly getting there. Slowly getting there. Be patient with those people. Yeah. Although to be fair, <laughs> thanks to some of you listeners out there, we're almost at seventy six hundred downloads as we're recording this, which is awesome. Woo-hoo. That's crazy. Who knows? By the time. This episode is actually released. It may be a lot closer to eight thousand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And another fun stat: we're averaging forty-four listeners every week right now. So that's cool.
0: Thank you to all of
2: you. Trust me, we we're pretty happy when we saw the number go double digits at ten. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we can't lie about that. I think we were all excited over that. We we're like, woo!
2: I know. Ten poor people actually <laughs> <Yeah>. downloaded us. <laughs> take the
0: time to listen to us i'm like i don't know why but they do and we appreciate it
2: oh we do we really do so much i guess the only thing i wish though is that we were better able to talk to some of you listeners but for whatever reason it just never has happened in the two years that we've been doing this yeah
1: they just don't want to talk to us liz for some
0: reason
2: it's a goal we have a goal
0: to eventually have our listeners reach out to us Yes, We'll get there eventually.
2: I guess one last interesting thing to mention. I don't know about you guys, but ever since we started doing this show, I'm just mentioning it because we are doing number 100, is that I think I've learned so many more techie skills that I totally didn't know before, all because of the show and all the research I did to teach myself how to do those mm. things. I don't know about you guys.
0: I always knew like a little bit about like editing and stuff like that, but I've definitely learned more And since we have started this. And we talked about this when we did our show about podcasts. And I think what a lot of people may not even realize is like a lot of the really big name podcasts have sound engineers whose job is to literally take the show and edit it and make it sound good and put it on the air. And there's only three of us, we don't have a sound engineer. (laughs) Liz and I take turns editing. The episodes, and I know they may not sound perfect, but it's because we are true amateurs in this craft. But hopefully, the more we do it, the better we get, and it'll sound better each time.
2: I mean, all of our equipment and all the stuff we use relate to the show. We're spending our own money when money needs to be spent to do this. I, I don't know about you guys, but the amount of research I did to figure out, okay, what type of mic should I be using? What type of setup that I'm in to do the recording? What kind of software I need to use, and also even where do we put all the audio files to host the show, even. Going in, at first, I wasn't sure, okay, what's this business about podcast hosting? And as it turns out, it's pretty rare for people to actually host a podcast on their own website, mm-hmm. because obviously a big issue is that if you somehow, you're lucky enough, your show gets popular, and you start using up that bandwidth, your site may get shut down because of how much got used up and it's a little unusual based off of whatever plan you purchased, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, we're learning every day. Yeah. hmm Yeah.
0: That's all we can do.
2: Hopefully, we will get very fortunate and we will hit 200, but that's going to be a couple of years. Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's, that's
1: crazy. It. We could do it. Yeah. I think so.
2: Yeah. We've made it this far.
1: We made it to two.
2: Yeah the one nice thing is that every 25 episodes we do a special episode like this where we just talk about random things on our minds and it's also a pretty good goal post mm-hmm. as well reminding us like ooh we've gotten this far yeah 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 but on to the next
0: 25 and then the next one and the next one and then 200 gosh
2: 200 is going to be in 2025 you never know we might still be doing this in 2025 yeah. who knows but
0: yeah again thank you to everyone who does listen and who has been around and whether you've been here since the beginning or you've popped up along the way we do appreciate you all
2: we do very much so and obviously we don't know too much about who our listeners actually are for all we know some of you guys may have been telling other people about our show and maybe that's why we're getting downloads and not purely because of seo work that we're trying to do with the (laughs) social media and everything but, um, yeah, if you guys have been sharing and telling people, like, hey, check out this show, then we definitely appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. And hopefully we'll continue improving with our marketing and keep getting bigger and have more for you guys in the future.
2: Yes. Yeah. And if you guys happen to follow us on social media, we like to say we have our own website, threefaceside.com. We have an Instagram, same username, Three Fates Decide. I know we recently got a TikTok, right?
0: Yeah, but I have to figure out what I'm going to put on there, so don't go to TikTok yet.
2: Yeah. Although, to be fair, we are purely an audio show. We're not a video podcast, unfortunately, so we don't have snippets that would be like, duh, got to post that, right, kind of thing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out, though. Yeah. Yep. Before we close out the episode. One nice thing is the host that we use, which is rss.com. They, just a few weeks ago, they added this new feature where they have this thing where they can take your audio files and turn it to not exactly an audiogram, but something similar to an audiogram where it's some kind of visualizer thing so that you can put it on YouTube. And recently I've been taking advantage of this and I've been gradually backfilling all our episodes, (laughs) including this one which may or may not be available on YouTube just yet, depending on when I started processing the episode with the tool. But we have gotten a few views. The algorithm is working on YouTube. That's good. Yeah. I'm trying to get the hang of it. You're doing just fine, Liz. Oh, you know, what you can (laughs) teach yourself kind of thing. Anything else we want to say before we close out? Nope. Nope. I think we're good. Yeah.
0: Did you like what you heard on our episode today? Well, then feel free to come back and listen to us again. You can find us on all different streaming sites, including Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You name it, we're there. And if you really like us, feel free to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Three Fates Decide. That's T-H-R-E-E. Fates Decide. You can also email us at threefatesdecide at gmail.com and check out our website at threefatesdecide.com to find other episodes, information about your three hosts, and all of our other links. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Three Fates Decide.